warm welcome to all the listeners of Dragon Down Force podcast. Now um, we saw Red Bull's launch and Aston Martin's launch. Now Red Bull's launch was more of a livery launch, I would say. They launched their livery on the display car, as what it seems like from the pictures. I cannot find a massive or any difference between the display car at Silverstone last year versus this car um, this week. Now, the bigger uh, launch is obviously Aston Martin's launch. The first things you're going to notice on this car is that the livery is just drop-dead gorgeous, okay? There is a great use of lights and shadows with the green and the black, okay? You also have very good placement of um, ads, I would say, where the Cognizant logo is on the side. You would actually see that you know it's very well placed same goes with the crypto.com and aramco logos i'm talking about the side view here right now and the aramco logo on the front spoiler is actually very well placed contrasting the whites with the blacks now again now moving on from the livery now we have the car and i'm going to be very categorically clear about this I am really, really, really happy that finally we have the thing that F1 was driving for, that the same kind of regulations are actually creating uh, contrasting designs, like absolutely diametrically opposite designs, which is, in my opinion, like amazing. I have, like probably people from my generation have hardly seen something like this, to be very honest. Um, if I were to go from the front to the back like I did in the last uh, Haas VF22 launch we have the front um, we have the front spoiler and I'm really liking the shape of it I'm finally very very optimistic that finally the cars actually have a front wing that closes from the front thank god uh, we don't have those open mouth situations I, it, it didn't bug me a lot to be very honest but after 2014, yeah, like I, I, I'm really like, yeah, I'm not really a big fan of that. That 2014 situation really, like, uh, made me bitter about this. But yeah, in regular life, it doesn't really affect me that much. Now, coming on to the major differences, is that the nose. If you were look from the top view, I'm also going to put this photo in the podcast art that I'm reviewing right now. Uh, the top view that I'm talking about right now is that the nose actually has a difference here. Now, if you look at both the cars side by side as it is going to be in the picture, you would actually see that Aston Martin's nose behind the view is it's getting thicker. To accommodate the driver obviously but it's very linear if you look at Haas their nose suddenly widens the angle of widening of the nose is actually higher with the Haas the Haas also when talking about big and wide stuff how can we forget Haas's pregnancy bump uh, side parts <laughs> okay like I heard this uh, thing known as pregnancy bump from Arva. Um, so yeah, Arva causes uh, pregnancy bump. So I'm gonna take it from his book. 
now the thing with horses design <coughs> the thing with horses design is that horse has actually tried to um, accommodate I think bigger radiators or so this is how the radiators with Ferrari has been designed or something I don't really know but something that I do know is that you know um, the horse is actually uh, has a tapering design towards the back as the car as you get towards the back past the side parts it's tapering at a very like, powerful rate at a very sharp rate I would say and this is to funnel the air as much as of it possible towards the rear spoiler to generate maximum downforce. Now the Aston Martin's design, the side pods are thinner, like way thinner, which I absolutely love. But the problem is it does not taper towards the back. Maybe it's that the Mercedes engine is bigger or the gearbox is bigger or both of them combined are slightly larger than the Ferrari situation because the new synthetic fuels that are going to be incorporated is about is it's it's uh, said that it will cost they will cost a 20 or 50 horsepower loss so probably they're trying to make their engines around 100 200 horsepower higher so that uh, or more powerful 100 200 horsepower more powerful so, so that they can actually fight in the engine versus engine war because you can because just so you know engines are not going to, you're not allowed to upgrade your engines until 2025 2026 and who knows the FIA might actually in, increase this to 2030 because 25 I think is going to be the new engine regulations 25 to 26 that financial year I think or that calendar year you can you know you now know now the thing i like about uh, the horse's design a little bit more and obviously i can only give you my speculations i cannot tell you how it's gonna behave exactly the race the thing that i like about horse's design a little more is that if we look at directly at the rear spoiler aston martin's rear spoiler is very thin in the middle and it widens towards the edges horse's design is a lot more uniform I guess how they will develop both the cars in the developmental cycle, how they're gonna go, probably 25-26 you're gonna see uh, Aston Martin tapering down uh, their rear end like the Haas has and probably getting a um, Haas like big chunky spoiler design on the rear. Now on the front I would say Haas will actually uh, try to narrow down on the nose a little bit and yeah that's pretty much it now the weird thing i don't know if this is a part of the livery or if these are physical vents but in the top view you can actually see a lot of vents i don't know if this is a part of like some are these physical vents or are these like just a part of the livery or something but there are some physical vents on either side of the cockpit with the Aston Martin. I don't know what's going on over there. It might be a part of livery. I guess we'll see on 23rd Feb when the cars first actually race. Not not really race and on full power, but they're going to come for the first day of test one. So yeah, test two is basically in March. So yeah, 
for the first test it's gonna be from 23rd to 26th in after three days 23rd to, 20, uh, 23rd to 25th sorry 23rd 24th and 25th year three days for the first testing session now um, one another thing I've noticed is that a lot of people would argue that Haas has wider sidebars to accommodate larger so underflow intakes bigger underflow intakes underflow intakes are basically I, I call them underflow intakes I don't know what's the what they are called actually but there are these big intakes you would see them very very prominently as two massive flaps emerging from uh, the sidebars themselves they are not really flaps it's actually an opening below the sidebars to suck the air under them and create a low pressure zone below the car which basically helps again in downfalls they have actually Aston Martin have actually managed to make their side parts very small while they have really really huge um, those underbody intakes which is pretty insane not going to lie now this actually brings me back to the situation about Total Wolf Total Wolf actually mentioned that a lot of teams would actually not um, they would actually not be able to they would actually make a huge blunder while trying to understand the regulations and the comparison between the two makes me think that maybe Haas is the blunder probably it is yeah sure it, it has a better design on the rear end but again those massive side parts mean that it's gonna be like, you know it's it's going to be hard to guess from here you probably have to see them on track but I'm thinking that Haas might not be as fast as the Aston Martin or it might be the other way around Haas might like you know push for the top of the midfield or something or the middle of the midfield at least it's it's going to be neck and neck I, I guess you know it's going to be neck and neck I guess because you can't really guess anything because uh, on one end Haas's side parts and the basic car width is basically wide and then suddenly papering like wide and short if you look at the lengths of the sidebars not the width lengthwise Haas's sidebars are small like very small now um, lengthwise Aston Martin's sidebars are huge widthwise they are very small they are very narrow they are very long so you don't know this, this is literally neck and neck design we need to see how McLaren gets their design we need to see how Mercedes gets their design Red Bull hasn't have announced haven't they haven't announced any date for the car review they have revealed the livery which is very samey samey because you know they're like there's not a lot of things you can do with the Red Bull color scheme especially when they have signature styles of writing Red Bull as two separate words on both sides of the front wing and having the nose like bright yellow orange whatever and having like the massive bull the red bull like the bull the logo on the sidebars like behind the sidebars and then stuff like that so yeah you can't really do a lot in, in that sort of a space 
it's it's a very limiting design it's a very limiting format so you can't really change a lot but okay coming back to the situation here i'm thinking that this is actually going to be amazing in my opinion this is just uh, i don't even know what to say at this point this is just uh, it's up to fate i guess because i don't know which one's going to be faster it's very very dependent on the engine power this cycle i think it's going to be very important on the engine power front the barge boards look roughly even I, I don't even know what to say at this point let's see like let let the let the best team win I guess let's have that may the best team win maybe let's let's go with that I think and with this I'm going to end this episode please rate me five stars on any app that supports ratings um, it helps me your suggestions help me make these episodes better, make the podcast content in general better, and just improve upon everything pretty much. So I'm going to be taking your leave. Sayonara.